if that's not a good way oh, to man. start this episode, <laughs> I don't know what is. Oh, man, I missed the medal. <laughs> that's Today great. on Let's Do the Podcast, we Let's talk about the movie. Podcast. What's this movie? I don't know what this movie Deathgasm. is. Deathgasm. <laughs> Deathgasm. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a fun intro. I, oh boy! I hope that came. I enjoyed out well. that. Um, <laughs> so, as I said, I don't know if you could really hear it. We are talking about the movie Deathgasm, but of course, before we get into that, we talk about our bear. Let's see here. Let's see if this works. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> That's the sound of the beer there. So one thing that I know we, I think we drank a lot of this brewery stuff at the beginning of our podcast career together, which is Tops. Uh, we're drinking their full grown series, which this one is full grown ombre. is an imperial stout with coffee, cocoa, vanilla, and chilies. Something I thought chilies. it was full grown hombre. Oh. Humber? Use right. <laughs> full grown humber? No, it's a hum- hombre. Humbery? Oh, my God. Fulgurod hombre. Truth be told, this is our second episode today, and this is my third beer. <laughs> yes. So, I don't know how good this is going to be. If anything, this might be our best podcast episode yet. Oh, yes, it will be. <laughs> All right. This is a dark, dark beer. 12%. <laughs> percent. <laughs> so, hey, yes, it's, it's, yeah, it's the, this is the, this is the first, this is the first stout we've had since winter the first stout it's the stouts are back they are are, back we're getting back into it i haven't had a sip yet so before i do though i mean we love tup's full-grown series yes we do we are huge fans they've been doing it even throughout the whole summer i haven't bought any because i'm like it's still fucking 100 degrees outside yeah um, it's still yeah, pretty is, hot today. <laughs> yeah, it's like 90 <laughs> degrees and we're drinking some stouts here. Yeah, we decided we have to go hardcore for this we hardcore for, movie. For Death Castle. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what a great episode. Um, again, Tubbs, they're in McKinney. They make, also, you might know if you're from this area, their DDH series. Yep. They're which, famous for their IPAs as well. Yeah. They, they're on like tier, series number 24 now, yeah, I think. Only number 24. Gosh. I feel like almost every other week I'm like, shit, there's another one? Yeah, right? But I um, feel like they were like going pretty slowly and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, bam, bam, bam. 13, 14, 15, yeah. 16, 17. <laughs> like every week. So, um, again, this one says coffee, vanilla bean, and... Angel chilies? What? Yeah, so uh, so their uh, their thing that they read on Untapped says, "How do you kick a full-grown man in the nalgas?" I don't even want to know what that is. By adding coffee, chocolate, vanilla, and ancho chilies. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go have have my first sip of this. I will one. do the same. Uh, so just on the side Ooh. of the can here. Uh, so out of five, they uh, have for body, five out of five. Mm-hmm. Roast, five out of five. Color. Five out of five. For balance, bitter is two out of five, and sweet is three out of five. They're tooting their own horn. Yeah. But uh, let me, uh, let me just, get a sip of this as well. Just freaking smelling this thing is amazing. I haven't even taken a sip. I know I said I was going to, but just smelling it, as soon as it hits my nose, I'm like, whoa, buddy. Yes, it is good. You can taste those chilies, too. Ooh. 
It's got some good flavor. Ooh, there's a lot happening. I'm usually not a fan of coffee in my beer. I just can't get into it, but this is amazing. It is really good. Which, let's see. Yep, that is the Imperial Stout Full Grown Ombre from Tups. Oh, my God. So uh, even even in this 90 plus degree weather, I could drink a few at least. Yes. So they have their uh, so again uh, so coming uh, coming from them. So the uh, on the can it doesn't say this on, on tap, but on the can it says it is uh, 50 uh, IBU of 50, and the uh, I, ABV is 11.9 percent. So huh. we've already been two beers in. We're gonna have a throw at 11 almost 12 percent. On top of that. It's fine. I'm not doing anything tomorrow anyways. <laughs> As you let it sit, those chilies hit you. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. It's that flavor. Just it's, kind of I sits mean, on there. It's just, as a reference, it's not really spice, but you can taste the flavor of the chili. Yeah, the flavor of the chilies is really good. Yeah. That's one thing I love about spicy food is the flavor of the chilies that are put inside of it. So this, you get that hint. Like, it, there's no, it's not spicy. You're not, oh, I need some water or something like that. And I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm eating popcorn, which I don't know why I'm eating a crunchy food while recording a podcast. <laughs> I just figured, one, I need something inside of me. Because we that's just what downed. The, that's what the pop filter's for. Yeah, we just downed popcorn like filter. two, what is it, 5% beers. Um, and then I'm drinking this, what is it? Well, on this, it says 12.1% beer. Um, so Is yeah, twelve point one percent on the can. Uh huh. They lied on Untapped. Yeah. Oh man. So um, yeah, I gotta eat some food since I still have to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll try to be away from the mic. I'm sorry if they oh, hear some chewing. So, um, what uh, what are we rating this beer, Anthony? Uh, so the beer rating on here, I don't know if I already said this, but on Untapped, their beer rating is four point one one percent. Out of 5%. No percent. This is a unitless number. 4.11 out of 5. We're talking. So let's edit that. No. Ryan, this is 4.11 out of 5. Zero of the percentages. It's just numbers. Uh, the uh, Ryan, what would you hmm. give as a score for this out of 5? It's always hard. Cause it's like, do I want to compare it to the other full grounds? Oh, of course. So if I'm doing that, because I think it's their full-grown scallywag is probably my top. Yeah, that's I love that one. Um, Last time we did the big Texas beer fest, I tried that one. Freaking awesome. Yeah, I think that was the first stout I fell in love with. Mm. I really did. Um, I used to hate stouts. I or I used to think I hated stouts until I started learning. Oh, there's more to stouts. Just like there's more to an IPA. There's more to a sour. Like there's so many different varieties of the main uh, label itself. Um, so going back to full grown Scallywag, their versions of that is my number one. So this one I would put at a four point. You know, I almost do four and a half. Four and a half. Because I think I do the Scallywag at almost a. Five. It might be right under five. Right under five. Mm-hmm. So are you talking scallywag. about like a four point seven five? I think so. I can't remember what's right under five on that untapped, but this is probably four and a half for me because it's so good. I, I think I think there's only been one full ground series that I was like, meh, it's okay. I could pass on it. 
but it's because of for my preference of if you do too much coffee i'm out yeah I just am. They balance it out with so much, though. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing about this one. There's coffee. You can taste it, but they add so much other stuff. Yeah, they got that cocoa, of, that vanilla, and the chilies in there. Just kind of like, mm -hmm. which you would think the chilies would be too much. Yeah, they But added it just like kind of balances everything amount. out. Yeah. It's great. I think whenever we did, um, if you go back, I don't remember what episode that was where I talked about my cornhole tournament at Tups. I had a sip of one of their full growns, and... I didn't really care for it. I don't remember which one, what series it was, which one it was. But it, it, was, was, it definitely wasn't Imperial. Uh, it wasn't the, the full-grown pastry chef, because no. I know you love that one. Oh, the pastry chef, too. Really, pretty much most of their full-growns, I give super high ratings, because they're fantastic stouts. But really, I, I think the biggest killer is if you do a coffee one, but you add way too much coffee where it's not even a beer, you're like, oh, my God. If I wanted coffee, I'd just drink coffee. Yeah. So that's see, I'm the opposite. I love the coffee and the stouts. Yeah. A lot of people do. I, yeah. I I'm just so picky whenever it comes to my stouts. I really, really am. Like whenever it's a full grown, I'll always drink it because I know their standards. You know. Yeah. But everybody else, I'm more hesitant to get their stouts. Yeah, I think my one slating in stouts is if it's like really hot outside, I just don't want to drink because I don't want to be. Oh. You drink a really good stout, it's probably gonna make you sweat even if it's cold outside. Uh, so this one, it's like 90 so, degrees. I'm already, I'm already starting to sweat from this guy, which tells me it's a good stout. I just want to ask, and I wish people could see, did the beer fill up your glass? It did. Holy yeah. fuck. So yeah, I'm already halfway through. Half. Yeah. I'm already halfway through this thing, man. We are 10 minutes in. <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> 10 so, minutes in to this 12%. This is, this is a, this is a rare thing for Anthony, but I am going to agree with Ryan and give it a four and a half. What? I don't give stuff oh a four and a half. Oh my God. I never go above a four and a quarter. Four and a half good for Tufts Full Grown Ombre. Good job, It's Tufts. that good. Oh Try it out. Another, it another round. Awesome. Yes. Good job, Tufts, man. You, you guys knocked it out of the park. Oh, no, I did not that make is hit not that, that button. <laughs> that is the wrong button. More claps. Give it another clap to compensate for that. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> You gotta cancel it out. Ooh, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, right, I, just man. I just have to. I'm in a roll. Uh, and it just that just kind of made up for that. Yeah. yeah. Put the banana in the box. In the box. All right. So as you can tell, we are huge fans of Tops, uh, especially their stouts, their the full grown series. Um, so if you can. If you see any tups, grab it. Yeah, because even their their haze their their IPAs we love. Oh yeah, there there is. Uh, I, I can't remember the last series of IPAs I had, but the their double dry hop IPAs always good. I think it was a twenty two because I think you gave yeah. it to me. Yeah, that's right, it series really twenty two. And then yeah. what series are they on now? Like, I th it's either I think it's twenty four. Yeah, it's they've. I feel like they've like ever since COVID they've like trucked through these series. Yeah, because like they've got nothing else to do. Yeah, for real. So really, I mean, if you see a Tops, grab it. Because even, like, their uh, basic stuff, like, I can't remember. Oh, right now they have, like, their Halloween versions, the uh, Day of the Dead beers. Oh. I got to get some. I'm, we're going Tuesday, so I might grab some of that. I, I haven't had it yet. You know, they're going to be coming back. Uh, I think you and I talked about last year about this time. They came out with their full-grown Jack. <sighs> uh, we got to try that again when that comes back out. 
this this it's so funny. Pretty much every time we talk about a full grown, I'm like, oh god, yes, yes. So I have to see what they have because I think they just released a bunch of different stuff. So we're going yeah. there Tuesday. All I'll, that pumpkin spice, all, all that pumpkin spice stuff is coming out. It's yeah. like so. Like, Which I my favorite get... pumpkin uh, stout was from over here at a uh, Hoppin' Sting. Really? The underground uh, under what's it called under not underground underworld underworld with pumpkin. Dude, that oh, was fucking killer. Really? Yeah, it was so huh. good. So like speaking of uh, speaking from beers locally, as long as we're on the beer topic and we're talking about beer, uh, because you know, I love talking about beer. We barely talk about beer. <laughs> it's like we need to talk about more about beer. We really do. <laughs> uh, the uh, and on Hop and Sing as well. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's the uh, their Frog and Scorpion series that has come out. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen. So this. I'm gonna have to give you some of these. Uh, the uh, they have a series. Uh, they have a beer called Peel It Back. Uh, and it's from it's something they've called the Frog and Scorpion series, and it's like some seriously awesome IPA. Let me take some. Uh, like, let, me, let me take a second here to, to search it up so I can uh, read it out to you. Uh, peel oh, it. Dropping popcorn everywhere. Um, but really, I mean, yeah. if you can look and figure out who's doing something that's pumpkin related in beer, give it a try. I always hesitated, but I think it's worth trying. It's been interesting. All right, so this beer that I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one or two of these. So from, uh, this is from Hop and Sting. Since we're mentioning Hop and Sting, this is called Peel It Back, the Frog and Scorpion series. Uh, this is 8.5 ABV, 30 IBUs. Uh, this is their first double milkshake IPA. It's a triple dry hopped Citra, Trident, and uh, Equinot. Uh, and together with the dry hop, it gives big notes of orange and peaches. Huh. Lactose and the malt gives a soft, slightly sweet finish. It is the bomb diggity, man. It is freaking good. Just waiting for the car to pass. Motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I got to get that lactose in there. Yeah. Got, it pulls up with dude, all this lactose. You put the lactose in there, man. It just makes it, I feel like it just softens it up a little oh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Don't get it me gives, wrong. It gives something for that flavor to grab onto. I mean, it sounds like a good beer. It really yeah. does. Yeah, so that I, I've seen that I've seen that for the past few weeks in the store. I I tried it. Uh, I tried it last week, and I went back and bought another four pack of it. It's freaking awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um. So really, just encouragement. Branch out on your stouts because they're starting to come out more. Yes. Because we're starting to get into the winter portion, which especially if you're down here, like, wait. I don't. I don't. I can't think of when this will come out. It'll be probably. Like in October, October, October time frame, yeah. So it's probably chillier. So that means it's stout season. And it also means pumpkin season. Yep. So buckle up. Try some pumpkin beer. If you hate it all, that's okay. At least you tried. That's yeah. what all this is about. Don't, yeah, so don't stick to the yeah, stuff you know. Yeah, don't stick to the stuff you know. Try some different stuff. That's I mean, I have... It, Ryan and I, we've talked about it. We Like a few years ago, we didn't even like stouts. Nope. We try it, and then we learned we freaking love those things. I have, I keep on forgetting it, but I have a stout that Turning Point released for you, so. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. I went and bought way too many, so. <laughs> Their stouts are pretty good, too. Dude, yeah. they hit it so hard on that. Anyways, yeah. going off track a little <laughs> bit. Um, I guess that's pretty much all on the beer. If you see any of the full-grown series from Tups, grab it. Yeah, I always grab them when I see them. Yeah. I haven't had one that is bad. Even the one that I said where I was like, I didn't like it. Like that was still like a three and a half, right? At the yeah. very least. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not something where 
if pretty much if it's under three and a half, I necessarily won't score it because I don't want to bring their average down because I didn't care for it. You know what I mean? So if it's unscored, it usually means it was okay. Yeah. But anyways, full ground, grab it. Grab it. Grab the pulse. Sorry. All right. Ooh, etting that shit out. <laughs> grab it. <laughs> All right. So now we talk about the movie, the movie which I'm going to play us a little trailer. Because why the fuck not? Yes. Don't worry. There's not a lot of talking. You know, I'm not even sure I'm in the right tuning. <laughs> What's up? Brotherhood of Steel. Brutal. Fuck. Yeah, to tell you anything about what's happening in Nothing. that movie. But honestly, <laughs> I but loved it because the, the the music was great. For man, it. if you just listen to that, you hear Brotherhood of Steel, you're you're gonna think that's like a fall, something to do with Fallout. It's like all I'm hearing is Brotherhood oh, yeah. of Steel. It's like the uh, Brotherhood of Steel from Fallout. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I heard that too. It was like oh. weird noises. Yeah. The joys of uh, podcasting in a garage in the out. Than the great outdoor. You know, it's so much better still than doing it uh, via Zoom. So yes. <laughs> All right. So the synopsis for this movie. Since before we get into it, so we are watching this week again. As a reminder, we watched this movie. Death, Death Chasm. Okay. Uh, so two teenage boys. They unwittingly. Okay. There were four, right? Yeah, there were four. Yeah. Okay. Four teenage boys, Google got it wrong, four teenage boys unwittingly summon an ancient evil entity known as the Blind Wand uh, by delving into black magic while trying to escape their mundane lives. Okay. It's really short. Yeah. That was it. Usually they were longer. Yeah. Mother's really uh, chilling out on us here. And I'm going to start referencing pretty much all of our short, like, synopsis is, like, Mother wrote that. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's no longer Google, it's Mother. Yeah. Uh, so, this movie, this movie, oh, boy, this movie. Oh, boy. Oh. So, <clears throat> if you watch this movie, you know what we're talking about already. Yeah. So, it gets a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 6.3? What, what did the last movie get? Like a 7.1 or something? can edit this out. So yeah, so I am mother got a 6.7. What the, That's the, way too close. The comparison is horrific. Completely horrific. So this is this was made in 2015. Yes. You can find it on Amazon Prime right now for free. Yes. Right now, who knows by the time you hear this. Yep, Amazon Prime. Because they do that shitty shit stuff to you. I feel like every time we review a movie, then pretty soon afterwards, they're like, 
we're gonna make it. So they can remove it. Yeah, they know, they know we're gonna do it, and then they can pull it off. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. No big name people in this, really, unless you're a fan of Power Rangers. Oh, who is a Power Ranger? Uh, Milo Cawthorn, who played Brody. I didn't even grasp that at yes. all. But um, actually, so, I, don't, I don't know if he was a Power Ranger or if he was like one of the bullies. Because Power Rangers always has a bully. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so still, I kind of almost stand by it. There's no big names on this. Yes. Um, actually, there was two people from Power Rangers. But anyways, it's like Power Rangers uh, they RPM. Like their Power Rangers. So, you know the thing I like about this movie? What is that? So, this is another great movie that was brought to us by the nation of New Zealand. Mm -hmm. The metal nation of New Zealand. (laughs) Okay, we're not going to do that too many more times. Maybe like three or four more times. At least. Um, Which, uh, again, if you remember, the the last movie we did that was made solely in New Zealand was uh, Killer Sofa. Ah, Which, yes. again, if you remember, that is a movie I enjoyed immensely. It was, it was a great movie. And uh, just so you guys are aware how much I love uh, Fulgur and Ombre, I've already filled and finished my beer. So We are 20 minutes in. Yeah, I, are, I, I slammed that thing. I barely drank any of mine. Um, <laughs> I guess I should drink some water so I have some semblance of uh, probably sanity going on here. I mean, the reviews are everywhere from people loving it to people thinking it's terrible. So... Based off of that, watch at your own risk. Yes. And We're going to tell you what we think. Yeah. Over. So. Um, so it stars. Uh, so the characters in this movie, uh, uh, just going through the important characters here. We have Brody, played by Milo Cawthorn. He's the main character. Then we have Medina, who is the female love interest, played by Kimberly Crossman. Uh, the two uh, friends to Brody are Giles, played by Daniel Cresswell, and... Dion, played by Sam Berkeley. Uh, Ricky Daggers is also there, who is like a character. He's a kind of like a side character. And then we have Zach, who I don't have his... I don't have his name. I never got it. It's Zach. Yeah, his name is Zach. The he Zach. doesn't deserve a further name because no. Zach's an asshole. So For real. Yeah, so Zach, total asshole. So we're going to talk about that man, a little bit what here. A dick. Yeah, man. Classic that guy. Christian. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so uh, other characters we haven't talked about is like uh, so uh, Brody so the whole thing is like Brody uh, apparently his mom like gave a blowjob to a mall Santa like in the wall Mm -hmm. and so that sets up where Brody has to live with his parents so Brody is a total metalhead he's the main character he's our main character he's total metalhead he has now had to move into his uh, aunt and uncle's home yeah, and they are the opposite of metal metalheads. They are totally uh, hardcore Christian. Hardcore people. Christian, and they think he listens to the devil's music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's uh, he's not uh, digging that, and he lives with his cousin as well. His cousin's kind of a bully. Uh, uh But I did I did take a note here. So before that, we get into all of that. The opening credits. You remember the opening credits of this movie? It's like, because it, 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 it basically starts with like, it's like, he's like, hey, BTW, I began the end of the world. And then the credits just like go crazy from there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, because we get like the kind of the black and white where it's like basically like, we get to like the, the plot where it's like the decision point where he's about to, everybody's about to die. 
Uh, but then we get like the, uh, like, it's like this cartoon. Everyone be something from Adult Swim on Cartoon Network. Yes, exactly. It's like, uh, what was that one about the, there's like a Mr. Pickles uh, where it's like the dog, but the dog is like, uh, like evil. And it reminds me something like that, where it's like the skulls with the skin like draining mm. off their face and like total metal imagery. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like not, not like a present day metal, but like 1980s metal. Because present day metal is a little more clean, clean cut than that. Yeah. Where like you have your, uh, whereas like you have your 80s metal where it's like Iron Maiden, Megadeth, where it's like skeletons and death and rah. Or I mean, we still have the rah, but like for the, for like the, for the 2000s. But it's more respectful, I feel like. Yeah, they, they've calmed down. That's for yeah. sure. It's not as much of that death imagery as you have in like the, uh, the uh, 90s and yeah. 80s uh, metal. <laughs> but, so, real quick, uh, did the, the family, did it like bring back any kind of like triggering things for you? <laughs> like no, nah, not me? really. My, oh, man. My parents were so chill about that sort of stuff. Oh, man. I was just like, oh, this is like a trigger warning I feel like we should put on this shit. Uh, to be fair, when I was, uh, <laughs> to be fair, when I was, uh, when I was that age and when I was in high school and my, when my parents were like that, I was very much more into ska music than mm-hmm. I was into metal. Oh. I didn't get into metal until I was like in the army, uh, like ska. until so I was an adult. So ska wasn't like nearly as bad. It was still seen as like not great, but it wasn't like you have like ska versus like metal. Yeah. It was like, that's like way different. Yeah. At that age, I feel like mine was more like rap hip hop, Uh huh. which I feel like for some Christian people, that's just as bad. Rapping about sex and drugs and like I, I probably sharing too much, but like I just, I remember I like secretly bought an Eminem album and brought it home and ooh, ooh man, I was such a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it was oh, just kind of funny to see like the Christian aspect in this movie. I was like, ooh man, kind of relatable. <laughs> yeah, see, I listened to like uh, such dangerous bands as No Doubt. Oh, sublime, no. sublime, <laughs> so hardcore. Oh man! Anyways. It's like, and whereas our friends were listening to like their Megadeth, their Iron Maiden. Their yeah, <laughs> our stuff is so subtle compared yes. to what was out there. Children of Bottom, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, so the uh, Brody, uh, so basically Brody, we see Brody. He's like gone to this new school in uh, Grey Point, New Zealand again. This is brought to us by our friends in New Zealand, to our friends of New Zealand. I know you guys. I know your country is much better than what's presented for Grey Point, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's presented as basically like uh, the uh, the Wichita of New Zealand. Uh, and again, as somebody who lived in Wichita, Kansas, in the U.S., it's like. And again, I loved Wichita, but it's like the middle of nowhere, and there's yeah. like nothing that happens there. Uh, but, uh, it's like, it's like middle of nowhere. And, uh, so Brody, he's out there. He makes some friends with Giles and, uh, with Dion. And they're basically like these two like D and D nerds that, uh, he meets with school and, uh, he hangs they, out with them and like, they were Mia's, uh, high schooler. That's for sure. Really? Oh, dude. Were you I, like a D and D nerd? Uh, never really D and D, but in the sense of like, I was a pretty hardcore nerd. I was trying really? so hard to be the cool kid, but I was such a nerd. It was so bad. It's like, I feel like, I feel like the nerd stuff that wasn't, uh, I, I was more so in the nerd and nerd click in that like straight up nerd click when I was in like middle school. Cause I was like, uh, I had friends who were like all into like straight up like Star Trek and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was me. Yeah. Uh, whereas when I was in high school, I was like, I was in the cooler nerd clique, you know, the band nerds. 
<laughs> I never. Well, I mean, yeah. I I was a Star Trek, Star Wars, anything super sci-fi. I was such a hardcore nerd, but like I was trying so hard to be the cool kid too. Oh, really oh man, that's like everybody tries to be the cool kid. But oh. you can, it's like you have the handicap where you're like just way too into the stuff you're into, right? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I sidetracked uh, with the most random stuff because I'm <laughs> definitely very buzzed. So Giles and Dion, he's friends with those guys, uh, and then uh, he meets uh, Zach. Zach with two K's. He meets them when he goes to the record store to look at some metal albums, and uh, he's checking out some stuff. And this is like one of the first jokes in the movie that I really thought was funny, where he's looking through stuff and they're comparing albums they found. And then he comes across uh, a Poison album, and he's like, "Yeah, Poison," uh, or he, like not on purpose, but he's like, he's like flipping, he's like he gets stops just randomly on Poison, and he pulls it out, and uh, Zach's like, "What the hell is that?" And he's like, oh, shit. And he puts it away. It's like, because, like, Poison is the bane of the existence of any metalhead yeah. out there. Yeah. Particularly from the 80s perspective. That was pretty funny. Yeah. So that was a pretty good joke there. Uh, but what and we end up getting to, uh, just skipping a lot of uh, junk there, uh, we end up getting to where Brody, Giles, Zach, and uh, Dion, they end up winning, forming, forming a band in uh, Brody's garage uh, where they're all playing together. Not just a band. Yeah. They formed Death Gaza. Death Gaza. All in caps, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's specified in the movie, by the way. Uh, but Brody being on guitar, uh, Dion on keyboards, Giles on uh, drums, and Zach on the bass. So they get playing that stuff. They are terrible, by the way. Oh, so bad. Like, even, it's like, by most standards, they are terrible. It's like, I know good metal, and they did not play good metal. Nope. It was, uh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was not great. Uh, but they, uh, they uh, are also, the other thing that's going on is that uh, Brody's cousin, uh, he's also, like, kind of, the reason they formed this band is because Brody's cousin is like basically treating them like crap the entire time. He's like the school bully in the high school. Right. So, because uh, okay. we see one scene where the heat blip sprays like uh, you, they get super soakers and they spray piss all over them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like I was trying to be funny, or it just it was obvious and not really that funny. Yeah. Like it happened. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like why else would they be shooting them with the uh, uh, super soaker? Right. Next scene, please. Yes. So, uh, just kind of, again, moving forward in the movie. Uh, so, Zach is, like, kind of a burnout. He's not, like, in school anymore. He's, I, I believe he's been expelled at this point. Yeah, because uh, he stabbed that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, he works for his dad in his uh, auto garage. It's not really all that important in the course of the story. Uh, but uh, Zach's a burnout, so uh, he's... Not the greatest influence on Brody, but they end up going to, uh, they end up walking in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Brody ends up putting on a ski mask and they're going, <laughs> they're going to rob a house, but whose house are they robbing? It's the Ross of, house of none other than Mr. Ricky Daggers. Oh, yeah. House of Ricky Daggers, who is, he's uh, a, a sing, he's, he was the lead singer of, I don't remember the name of the band. I don't either. I was hoping you'd remember. It was a made-up band uh, that I don't remember the name of. It started with an H. I just feel like, though, like, if you think of a haunted house, they just copied that. Yeah. Like it's it, basically yeah, it's basically like a flop house, but like not a great one. Like they try to make it scary, but like 
I feel like that's a lot in this movie, honestly. Now that I kind of think about it, before I started talking, is they did things to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to make this like freaky or scary. And it's like, it's, it's, it's basically like a shitty house. Yeah. It's just really run down with a hobo sleeping with a record. Uh, but turns out, so everybody's been looking for Ricky Daggers. No, nobody's seen him in a long time. So apparently, Zach's like, oh, well, well, we haven't seen this, but Zach found, figured out where uh, Ricky was. Uh, they go in there. They see Ricky's. Which? How did they find that flyer? With they, his address? They had their had their band's name on it, so they decided the name was Deathgasm, and it has his name with his house's address on there. How? So they made it. When? I don't know. But it's a, it's a, the the house that they have the ha- information for his house with the name Deathgasm on it. That was the name of their band. Yeah, I was so confused by that because I I rewound it. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they? Right. Why would they make a flyer for the band and put that guy's house on it? I don't know. Okay. I mean, it has a lot of amps in there. Maybe they I thought just, they could play music. There? I just wanted to make sure because I was like, I must be missing something. You saw it had their name, their band's name on it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't just seeing things, right? No, it was their name. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Uh, so I'm they crinkling. see they see uh, see Ricky Daggers in there. Uh, he's like uh, so he's like uh, like <laughs> so he's like drugged out of his mind. He's like laying down on his bed and he's holding like a record. Mm-hmm. Which my favorite thing about that record that he's holding is it's like in the, inside that sleeve is a Rick, uh, Rick Astley. Oh yeah. Uh, LP in there, which hey, don't knock it. Never gonna give you up is a good song. Mm-hmm. Never gonna give you up. Never, Never gonna, gonna let, let you down. Uh, so, uh, so they what go in there. Turn. Yeah. So they uh, they get in there and they see uh, they see they 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 try to steal it. Uh, Ricky uh, wakes up uh, and he like starts freaking out. It turns out that the uh, uh, there's a hitman that has found the flyer that they put out as well. Which I don't know what they put the flyer out. I don't. I never understood this part of the there's movie. There's so much stuff missing from this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of context that's not there, uh, but there's a, a there's a uh, a hitman. His name is Vaden, who comes in. Uh, they es- so uh, Brody and Zach they escape. Uh, Ricky gives them the uh, the record uh, in the case, and they escape out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ricky gets killed by Vaden, uh, the hitman. Uh, now he goes back to report to his. Boss, his name is uh, Aeon, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, maybe. I see I him for only like a little bit. Uh, but he, so he goes to see Aeon, and he gets his head chopped off by oh. by Aeon's henchman. I actually laughed at this part. So yeah, there was the whole funny scene where Aeon basically is like, it's like, why did you chop his head off on a custom rug? Yeah, custom couple thousand dollar rug. Yeah, and then he was like, it's like do it again. It. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. And they <laughs> kind of like. People like in these masks that cut off the head kind of like stare like, um, okay. So they get a tart. They f- like hold the head up like pretending it's back on the body. Cut the head and it rolls on the yeah, tarp and the guy was just like, good. That was good. <laughs> but there's still blood like all over the yeah, carpet. Like, the carpet it, is still ruined. It made no sense. It was so funny. Oh, man. So, so Vaden's dead. So he, like, he was like as seen as like a threat and then he's gone. He's dead. Yeah. I was like... He was there. He was a threat for like a minute. Uh, the uh, but we fast forward. So what they what they find end up finding in the uh, album is not a the, when they look in there for the record. It's a Rick Astley record. Yeah. But they do find a piece of paper in there, and what is on that piece of paper? 
the black him, mm-hmm. uh, which I think that later in the movie they end up translating literally as uh, it's the uh, black him for power and fortune. Yes, I think that's right. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's all in Latin. It's something so, like that, though. So, I mean, if you're involved in, like, metal, and then you see a bunch of stuff in Latin, just assume it's, like, demons and stuff, and don't mess with it. Or mess with it. Or mess with it and have this happen to yeah. you. It depends whatever you want to get into. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, uh, the the funniest thing is, so, so, so they grab it, they play it, and they're like, hey, we can take this Ricky Dagger song, because I think it belongs to Ricky Dagger's. We can play it, and we claim we can claim it as a deathgasm song. Deathgasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they 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 play it, and they uh, as they're playing it, the everybody in the neighborhood starts like freaking out. They're like puking blood, and it's like and... first like time one of two. They do this a second time too, mm-hmm. but like people are puking blood. The uh, the uncle, his eyes like turn white and He's roll like back into a his seizure. head. Yeah. He's, like, chucking his coffee. Like, uh, in the sky, there's, like... It almost looks like there's about to be a tornado type thing. And the other thing, too, is that the... Uh, was it his, his, like, right before... Right as they're starting to play the music, he uh, the uncle comes out and is like, Stop playing that devil's music! And, oh, it's like, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's literally the devil's music! Yeah, it was pretty funny. Which, uh, I mean, come on. You can't... How, who doesn't understand that, like, demona in Latin means demon? That's, like, the almost obvious thing. I mean, it almost sounds exactly alike, so. But, yeah. Anyway, so that happens. Then they kind of just, like, shrug it off like nothing happened. Yeah. So while this is all going on, the other thing is Brody is really into his cousin's girlfriend. Uh, So she's, like, uh, her name is Medina. She's really into, she's kind of into uh, Brody, Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she's she's dating the cousin, but the cousin's a bully. She's like not too much into him. Yeah, she doesn't. She's really in the like Brody, uh, and then she, uh, while this is all going on, she uh, ends up trying to send a note to Brody via his friend Zach. Ugh, yeah, and this is where I got kind of really pissed off at the movie. I did too. I, I was like, like this. I was so mad at the movie. It was unnecessary. It was. It just felt like a huge waste of time. Now, I mean, I understand why they did it, but I didn't like it because it sets up Zach as like the asshole and why he ends up what ends up happening to him happens happens to him. I just feel like that whole thing is unnecessary. Yeah, they could have done it a different way, or just left it out and be fine. But uh, so Zach never gives the note to meet yeah. Medina. Uh, in the park. So, so she wants to meet Zach in the park because the she park, likes Zach. Yeah, 9 o'clock to talk or something yeah. like that. He never gives the note to Zach. Uh, I'm sorry, Brody. Uh, Brody, so, uh, and then Zach comes to the park and tells me that, that he's not into you. He just wanted me to come tell you that he's not into you. He's too and busy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's got too much going on. Oh, yeah, that's it. And he ends up making out and other things mm-hmm. with Medina. That, oh, and man. This, so I'm going to jump around. That becomes obviously a situation later. Yes. But I feel like even just him, that becoming a situation, they have a fight, he leave, then he comes back. I just feel like all of that was unnecessary. It was like, it was like, it was like waved over like so quickly. I really feel like they should just take that whole plot part completely out. I agree. It added nothing to this movie. And it just, I didn't care. It just served to piss me off. I didn't fucking care. I didn't care at all. It's like, okay, he cheated. Oh, 
he found out they're not friends anymore. Okay. Oh, he came back. That's cool. Yeah. I would like throughout the course of the entire movie, I just like I don't care if Zach comes back and helps everybody. Yeah, he's still a fucking asshole. And I still hate his guts. I hated him before that yeah. situation too. Like he just he came across as an asshole. I was like, I feel like that was just a complete waste of our time. Yeah, like us talking about it. It's like you do that. To, you do that to one of the characters, or you do that to our main character who we're sympathetic towards. And then you, uh, and then you uh, make us care actually yeah. about the person first, and then it becomes ooh, but yeah. Then we're like, we already hate this guy, and it's then like this guy's hate. already a douchebag, and we don't like him already. Yeah. What are you seeing there? I'm wondering if it's all the chilies on the bottom of the beer or something. Oh, I drink all mine, so Just sorry. Swish around and drink. Yeah, drink I got distracted. I, I don't mind floaties in my beer. I'm I'm very much an anti-floaty person in my beer. I know that's why like I'm hesitant to give you that turning point beer because I'm like there might be some floaties. They in put it. they put floaties in their beer a lot of the time, but it's fucking good. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, derailment. Uh, so <laughs> back to the movie. Uh, so the uh, but beforehand we get this whole imagery where we see like uh bef- where he hangs out with Medina for a bit, mm-hmm. where Brody hangs out with Medina, and he's like in the uh. They had just done a music video, and he's wearing what looks like Kiss, like the corpse paint yeah. from Kiss, and they're like eating ice cream, which was like freaking hilarious looking. This is before Brody. This is no, this is Brody before she meets Zach. Yes, I'm confused. No, okay, I'm right. on track. Right, because they're, they're they did the ice cream run, right? Oh yes, ice cream run after the music video, which after was the music before. Video. Uh, the whole thing was that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We did this way out of track. We did it way out of order. Wow. Yeah. This beer. This the, beer is we are. Here. This is a great episode. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, let's skip forward to the part that we really care about, right? Yeah, most All of right. this is bullshit anyways. Yeah, they play the black hymn. All right, that's, they, they play the Thank black hymn. So Brody's, black Brody gets the shit beat out of my cousin, People and he's like pissed off. People on the block are like throwing up blood. Yeah, so they're playing it. They are like foaming at the mouth as they play it. They get People possessed. Are, People are getting possessed and freaking out. Brody and the whole Deathgasm band, they like black out. They pass out. Yep. Yeah. And... I think the next thing we see is like they're at school and uh, uh, the friend of uh, the friend of the cousin Terry. We see it looks like it looked like something out of uh, uh, Uncle uh, was it Uncle Bernie's? Uh, was it uh, what's the one with the the uncle the the guy that's dead? Yeah, I don't remember his name. Ber- it's like Bernie something or other. Yeah, I guess so. Sure, it's like. It was like it. Basically, you could tell that Terry is, like, basically not alive. He's wearing, like, what, the heart sunglasses? And he just, like, slides into the frame. He's like, hey, just let you you know, the uh, demon lord is going to take your balls and roast them over open flame while they're still on you, by the way. Use use your rib as a toothpick. (laughs) And he just slides out of the frame. It was, like, the silliest thing ever. And uh, so he, he was like the best friend of the cousin, and you're like, what the hell's going on? That was uh, I. I was just like, oh, this movie's about to get good. Uh, that and was then, my legit thought. I was yeah. like, okay, here we go. This is where the movie picks yeah, up. Yeah, it finally turns a corner, and then we see the teacher who's been kind of a uh, an asshole to Brody and everybody else in his class, the yep. math teacher, uh, or the maths teacher, <laughs> as they say it. Yeah. 
uh, he's like uh, he's writing all kinds of demonic stuff on the board, and then he's like shitting his plants and shitting his pants and blood. Yeah, that was <laughs> disgusting. He would like <laughs> fart, and then all of a sudden, just like blood was like gushing out of his asshole. It was so disgusting. And one of the students is like. Is everything okay? And he turns around and he just like starts throwing up blood on the this girl. Uh, yeah. It was like ridiculous. Okay, so this movie is like gory as hell. Oh my god. It's so, probably the, the goriest movie we've seen yes. so far. So don't watch this with your children. I guess we should have said this at the beginning of the movie. I mean, okay, the name of it it's Deathgasm. It so is if Deathgasm. you're watching this with your children, I don't even know what to say yeah, to you. Exactly. But uh, this, out of all the movies that we've watched so far for the podcast, it is definitely the goriest movie we've seen so far. But, yeah, there's a lot of puking of blood. Puking of blood. There's dildos and... Lots of dildos. Dicks and all yeah. <laughs> shit going on. Not... I, so, Which hey, I give it credit because a lot of movies it's like more usually more like female anatomy, like tits. And it was only like once, that. right? Yeah, but it's like this movie they go they go for like the male genitalia. Yeah, it's like hey, I, <laughs> I was actually really surprised. I thought because pretty quick into the movie they show like him having this daydream of like playing rock music like on a yeah mountain, and there's like a girl and like of course. You know, her breasts are just, like, there. Yeah. I was like, here we go. Like, we've seen a lot of movies, yeah. Yeah. But then they, that's that's it wise. Well, except for, like, one of her, what's her name, had that same. Yeah, she had the same, uh, the the dream. uh, Medina had the same, like, uh, imaginary thing going on. Yeah, except for it was just, like, two girls making out. But um, besides that, yeah, there was a lot of dicks. (laughs) A lot of dicks. A lot of dicks. A lot of dildos. I was like, you know what? That's a different pace. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, so we end up seeing that. So we, he uh, throws up blood. Uh, we see, uh, Brody and Zach. So they're hanging out together now. And the, uh, basically what ends up happening next big thing that happens is Brody and Zach, uh, they are, uh, hanging around the, uh, what, what Zach's dad's like auto shop. Yeah. And they end up, so, so what they end up figuring out is that everybody's getting possessed. Yes. Uh, it was like one dude like got his eyes ripped out and uh a lot of them have their eyes ripped out yeah yeah all of them have their ripped, eyes ripped out yeah uh but the dad he uh he he's like he's like i can see you and uh with his with his eyes in his hands, in his hands yeah uh they kick him back they drop a uh, engine block on his yeah. head yeah and they kill him and he's like and zach's like got like i zach re- reacted somewhat appropriately to his dad dying yeah, somewhat uh, not totally, but somewhat. And I think it took him a minute to figure out that everybody's possessed. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Dion and Giles and Medina, they are at Brody's house, and they were trying to see if Brody was there. Uh, they see he's not there. They leave a note on the door, and they run to the school. Uh, but uh, the whole thing, we're mostly following uh, Zach and Brody. They get to the parents' house. They're going to get... I think they figure out that they need to get the music and play it backwards. Yeah, so they decided that they were going to try, even though no one really told them exactly what to do. They're like, well, let's try getting the music and play it backwards. It was at the house. They go to the house. The uh, dad and mom are possessed. Yes. And obviously try to kill them slash eat them. Couldn't really quite tell. Um, yeah, they're going to eat their souls. Oh, that's it. Yeah, eat yeah. their souls. Then they find... So, anyways, there's, like, scruffles. 
Then yeah. uh, so Zach these and are the Brody again. Are, these are the super Christian aunt and uncle. Yeah, they get trapped in their room. Like they they hop in there, close the door, and like, okay, we gotta find weapons. We gotta find weapons. So they lurk, look everywhere. They find a box of like church stuff. Church stuff. That's what the box says. Oh, I didn't even see that. The box says says church church stuff. stuff. Oh, my God. So it's like a bunch of different dildos. I think there's like anal beads in there. Yeah. Which become a pair of nunchucks. Yeah. Yeah. And they decided to use that because that's all that was really useful in the room. So they open the door and they start beating them with dildos and anal beads. And that was pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, They end up, I think... So long story short, they have like a fight that goes on. I feel like that goes on for like 10, 15 oh minutes. Oh my God, it's so long. Uh, but they end up. That's what she said. In the, <laughs> uh, for the uncle, they end up like taking two dildos and shoving them in like each ear and like making his head like blow or hitting his brain or something. And yeah. And the it mom. It didn't make sense, but. They like disembowel the mom and her intestines fall on the ground. Yeah. Oh, because eventually he comes back. With a oh, chainsaw. the chainsaw, yeah, yes. the chainsaw. He escapes. He, he yells and is like, "Hold them, you know, get them distracted or something like that." <laughs> and he has. It takes him the longest time to get the chainsaw started. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So, anyways, he comes back up. He uses the chainsaw to open pretty much the stomach of the mom intestines ever. It again, it is a gory fucking movie. It's a gory-ass movie. So, at that point, it's just like a bunch of fighting with dildos, anal beads, and a chainsaw. Sounds like I'm about to say a joke, but I'm not. There's no joke. Um, It's a, such a long scene. I feel like that was probably the longest scene of this whole movie. It's just like, there's like three scenes that are important in this movie. Uh, so That's the, not one. Yeah, it's, it's not really one of not. them. It's just, it just takes a long time. So, uh, so the other thing that happens that's important, uh, that's important is like uh, we have music. Aeon... Oh. Uh, Aeon with uh, Aeon, uh, who was Vaden's uh, uh, boss, uh, he's he's come and he's uh, talking to the one of the demons. It's Terry actually. He talks to Terry. He's like, "Hey, uh, we're here to stop uh, those guys from stopping uh, the demon from coming, the king of the demons from coming." And Terry's like, "All right, well, you know, king of the demons, he's gonna end up in the the, the darkest, like, evilest body that's in yeah. this area." And he ends up getting stabbed by, uh, what's her name, Shanna or something like that. Dude, I don't know. They don't. They don't really say her name. Sha- I, but I think, I think her name like is Shanna or something like that. But yeah. Uh, so he gets killed. So the, this is the one other character we knew. Like it was like the quote unquote bad guys. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they uh, we see them and we're done. Basically, their whole thing is that they're trying to destroy the music. Yeah, uh, and try, they're trying to find the the black ham and destroy it. Uh, then we go back to our main characters. They're uh, they basically everybody get back gets back to the school. Oh yeah, the, the school. Yeah, and they're like, all right, we gotta get the him. Oh no, we get to the they fight. They have the him. They, they they have the him, but they gotta get to the fight where they uh, they they have end up fighting over the fact that Brody figures out that oh, yeah, uh, yeah. that Zach slept with his potential girlfriend that yeah. he because she because he never gave him the note that she was into him <sighs> what a waste of fucking time <sighs> but so, i was so pi- i was so pissed off the entire time that was happening yeah, so he finds out because he's talking to her and like why are you mad at me i don't understand what's going on blah 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 anyway she tells him uh they get in a fist fight and then what's his zach yeah zach beats the zach crap out of him just and then he like, leaves i'm fucking gone and they're yeah. like okay that's fine 
Because Zach didn't want to save the town in the first place. Yeah, he that's the thing. Dude, Zach was like a douchebag. He's like, I don't even want. He's like, I just want to watch this house, watch this build, this town burn. I don't really care. Zach was like an asshole the entire time. That's why they didn't need to fucking add this. Yeah, it didn't matter. Like, uh, he's a bad guy. It was, it was like, I was. Can you I tell was like, what my dislike's gonna be? I, <laughs> I know, I know, because I was like, in the beginning, I was like, well before it ever happened, I was like, Zach's going to be the one who ends up getting inhibited by the demon because he's an asshole. Yep. It's like, and hey, guess what? That's what happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I feel like a lot of bullshit happens that doesn't yeah. really matter until we get to actually the house. Yeah, so we get the house, because they go there because they determine that he's got all these amps. A Ricky Dagger's old house. Yeah, because they have to play the song backwards as loud as they can. And they're going to make sure everybody hears it. Yeah. So they go to that house. They get in there. Um, uh, that's where that's where uh, Shauna and her other, yeah. uh, all of Aeon's former thugs are. The bad guys come in and try to stop them from playing the song backwards. Well, they do stop them because they tie them up. Okay, yes, yeah. you're right. They do stop them. And then Ricky Dagger's uh, it possessed, possessed corpse comes out, and he's basically going to skull fuck one of them. <laughs> he's going to do that to, uh, was it Dion? Yeah. And uh, who should pop through the window but Zach, but he's in corpse paint. And they do make the joke. It's like, how long did it take you to put that makeup on? <laughs> yeah. I, I, again. Ugh. Not again. I'll just, let's just move on. Anyways, yeah. so yeah, he pops in. He we we don't like day. that guy. Yeah. No. So then they decide, okay, we we got to get there. We got to play. We got to play. So um, Brody goes to play the music backwards while everybody else is protecting him from the possessed people. And yep. oh, one thing we I don't think we mentioned is at three a.m. is one of her. Yes, the devil's hour. The devil comes and possesses the body. So they're trying to do this beforehand. Well, 3 a.m. strikes. And what's what's the bad girl's name? Uh, Medina. Yeah. Oh, no, no, Shauna. Oh, okay. There are two parts where we actually see breasts. I forgot about that. I know I, I said there was only one, but yeah, she decides Shauna. to yeah. strip off and say, possess me. Fucking crazy. She gets stabbed by Zach. Yep. Well, in the process of being possessed. So, I guess because, I, I don't understand, but anyways, somehow Zach gets possessed instead. So then... It's mostly because he's a dick. Yeah, probably. He's probably the most evil of them all. Um, Brody is still trying to play the music backwards while uh, Zach slash the devil is... The, uh, was it was his name? The Blind King or something like that? Yeah. You know, doing his thing. I didn't quite... He, honestly, he didn't really do anything whenever he was there. So he basically tried to beat the crap out of Zach. But, but then he kind of, like, moseyed around? Yeah, because, like, Zach was able to get up and he started playing, like, whatever song. Uh, and it wasn't even, like, the song that was, like... He wasn't even playing, like, the Black Hymn backwards. Yeah. He was just playing whatever song he thought of. And he was playing, like... an. Admittedly, badass solo uh, metal yeah, solo. Yeah, is the best song in the whole movie that they played. But uh, but this like uh, basically brings Zach back to where he's like uh, able to uh, hold back the demon, hold back inside the of demon him. inside of him. 
It didn't make any sense. So, like, the whole thing is, like, he's able to hold back the demon inside of him to where Brody can kill Zack. Yeah, Zack was like, just kill me, and then he'll be gone. Yeah. So he does. So he does. That's it, right? The end. Because, <laughs> like, there happens, something happens, like, three months later, but... That doesn't even matter. Well, it's like it's like a whole joke because he's like listening to this. Like, yeah, he basically ends up playing a prank with him. But we, it just reaffirms that Zach is an asshole, even in death. Yeah. So. And it's just like the whole uh, story is like the story of how Zach is like the hugest asshole. It's ridiculous. So okay. That's basically the movie. So Zach is an asshole. You want to guess the budget? How much was the budget? Guess. Uh, It had to be like at least five, ten million dollars. You are way off. It's two hundred thousand. Really? Uh so for God, I didn't spend that much money in for two hundred thousand. That's not that bad, but it still sucked. Um, so oh. it's not because of the effects, though. The effects were awesome. It's the script. That's where they spent all their money. Was the effects? Yeah. So okay, let's just move the fuck on to what is your dislike, Zach? I didn't like that character. <laughs> What? I didn't like oh man, the whole the whole piece of the plot where he like didn't give the note to him Ugh. and ends up like having sex with that girl. Dude, that pissed me off so freaking much. I should have gone because that was pretty much mine. It was just like That is like the worst thing. It's the completely I feel like this is my nitpick about almost every fucking movie of you add things that don't fucking matter to the movie. Well, it, it matters to the movie, but he makes it makes you hate that character so much that he's irredeemable oh, for the movie. It doesn't matter because you already hate him before this point, right? You well, already, you already don't him. like him, and, and then it just makes him worse. You do this, so whenever he comes back, he's supposed to be the hero, but you still fucking hate him. Yeah, it's like he can't be the hero. Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter what he does at that point. He did something freaking horrible. All right, well, since that's yours, I'm gonna pick the bad acting. It was just bad acting, all of them. I don't. Th- I did not like a single one of the actors. I feel like Giles and Dion did okay <laughs> for the for what the little they it's, had. I mean, it's not hard to play a nerd. Yeah, that's true. I play that one as my normal self, so that's fine. <laughs> I just no the the acting was really bad in this movie, and like I mean, I expected it to be a bad movie. I really did. So, but going in, there's. I know that we've talked about this before. There's different levels of bad movies. There's funny, bad, shitty movies that we can get behind if we know it. But it seemed like it was trying to be a serious movie. It just sucked ass. So I feel like that's where I struggled. Because I went in with the mindset of like, okay, they want to be like a funny, bad movie. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't get that feeling while watching it. You know what I mean? I can hear that. So that's where I struggle. Uh, better or worse than hardcore? Which I say it's hardcore, the, but it's hardcore, Henry. You've not listened to our episode. I think that's episode four of ours, hardcore Henry. Can we like say it's like even? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like on par. Um, I'm gonna say that this is worse for me. Yeah, I'm Which, gonna say it's even. There are things that are good about this movie. Other things that are worse about this movie too. Yeah. What was your favorite thing about this movie? The visual effects were really good. The, yeah. Particularly the practical effects. Again, this movie was gory as all get out. So uh, they gory. did some stuff that was uh, gory as hell. I mean, there was the bit where we had the dildos shoved in the 
in the demon's head. We had the bit where like the uh, the ant was disemboweled, and it was gross. But it was also the realism and the, the technique that was executed in those. It was really done very well. Um, so the fact, regardless of the fact that I was somewhat revulsed by that, it was that doesn't matter. It's the fact that they did a really good job with it, and so the technical aspects of this movie were done very well. Uh, so they knocked they knocked that out pretty well. But uh, it, it has a hard time really overcoming that uh the zach character because oh the entire time i had this pit in my stomach where i was like i don't like that guy so for me i'm going to say i my favorite thing was the music music was good too yes i mean so i looked up the soundtrack and it's a great soundtrack yeah it's really really good so if you like metal uh it's a great soundtrack to listen to so that's that's what I like. I'm going to have to look that up. So, final part, which is actually kind of hard for me. Cheers or party foul? <laughs> party foul. Uh, no hesitation on my part. I think the hard part is the things, the things besides the music, of course. Things that I enjoyed, I really enjoyed. Things I did not enjoy, I hated. But it still kept me entertained. Which I feel like, you know, if you, if you listen to our podcast, that's my biggest complaint also, is like, if you lose my interest, I'm out. But it kept my interest. So that's where I struggle with this one. But I think I still would have to give it a party foul because of how bad of a movie it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, even though it did keep my interest... It was still just bad, not even a bad funny because, you know, I mean, listen, if you've listened to this podcast so far, if not, look back. I mean, we've watched some really bad movies, but we've given it a cheers because it's so bad that it's hilarious. It's so entertaining. It's so good of a bad movie. But this one just doesn't hit any marks Mm. except for the music. Yeah, there's good bad and there's like bad bad. This is bad bad to me. Yeah, and if you don't like metal music, then there's no plus to this movie for you. Yeah. Really no plus. So, yeah, we're going to give that a pretty foul. Unfortunately. I hate I hate saying that because uh, I want to give the I want to give a movie the benefit of the doubt, but they just I feel like we usually do. They made some choices that I'm just like didn't like it yeah so anything you want to add before we move on to our final part Uh, let's move to the final part all right so things we are enjoying uh so i've been listening to a lot of old school music for myself and i decided to go along with the theme of today so, uh, if you know me, I used to be a hardcore church goer person, and I still sometimes listen to some Christian music. One of those artists is called Under Oath. It's, ah, yes, Under Oath. It's very metal, but uh, technically a Christian band. Um, yeah, so just here's a little bit for you guys. See their best song. 
their best song, in my opinion, is Desperate Times, Desperate Measures. Uh, my favorite one is A Boy Brushes Red Living in... Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, hold on. Yeah, this one. Yeah, so this one's called A Boy Brushes Red Living. I can't see the full title. It's such a long fucking title. So anyways, um, I really, if you know me, which I mean, by this point, if you listen to our stuff, I like almost every type of music, except for country. Can't get into country. Never mm -hmm. have. Probably never will. But who knows? There might be an artist. I'm like, dude, that country artist is fucking good. Um, Resend that, whatever it was that you were trying to send to me. Trying to do it again. There we go. Uh, what song? Holy Driver? Yeah, Holy Diver. Yeah, Diver. Okay, I'm just going to get prepped. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, if you know me, I, I'll pretty much listen to anything. Um, I don't listen just to Christian stuff. I feel like lately, I, well, no, I, I recommend Logic and all that. But um, I've just been feeling nostalgic. Whew. This, this this beer is getting to Dude, us. Dude, yeah. this is our... I'm going to just go ahead and almost count this as two as four beers. But um, <laughs> So, you know, I've just been listening to some old stuff that I used to listen to. I, I like I like metal, man. It, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Under Oath has always been such a good band because it's good metal, good screamo stuff. Yeah. Um, so I recommend... Even if you're, you know, not necessarily a Christian person, go check it out. The lyrics are good. Not necessarily, you know, oh, praise Jesus. You know, but mm. it's good music. It, it is legit good music. So I, I really do recommend it. Go check it out. Old school stuff. They, I haven't really heard any of their new stuff. I just kind of been listening to the old stuff that I used to listen to. Which yeah. also I'm going to go ahead and throw in. Uh, go listen to P.O.D. I love... Yeah, he's always been a good classic, I, too. Yeah. That was my favorite still... Well, okay, I'm not going to say still. It was my favorite band growing up, overall, which later on I'll play... Uh, maybe our next episode I'll play a little bit of them for you guys. But anyways, Anthony, you want to talk to us about your recommendation of my, this metal episode? My metal episode recommendation is Kill Switch Engage. Kill Switch Engage. So my Kill Switch Engage uh, recommendation, if we're looking at like a particular song, because they've been around for a little bit as well. Uh, so uh, uh, there's been a, a few uh, lead singers for that band, uh, but my favorite lead singer of that band has been Howard Jones, and uh, he did a really good song of my that I was a big fan of. They did a redo of How Holy Diver from Rainbow, and it goes a little bit uh, like this. So if you're familiar, uh, if you're familiar with like uh, Running James Dio, like he did Holy Diver, and that's like a really good song. They did a redo of that, but they do a lot of a bunch of other stuff too. That's really good. They've been around for a while. They do. Uh, they have a. Few, they've had a few lead singers over the period of time because they've swapped between like uh, their original lead singer, then Howard Jones, and they went back to their original lead singer after Howard Jones had to retire for personal reasons. Uh, they've been like a really good. Uh, they've bordered on screamo at times, but they're not really. They're like uh, kind of like metalcore uh, right. band, uh, so they're really good. 
Uh, I've always been a fan of theirs. Uh, they have a really good song, uh, songs like My Curse and The End of Heartache uh, that I've always been a fan of. Uh, a fan of their music, though. They're like the first big metal band that I got to, got to be a fan of. Um, so they've always been a favorite of mine. So Killswitch Engage, they are my, uh, they are my like thing of the week there. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna have to check them out, especially now that I have it on my list. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we we figure we better recommend some metal stuff for our metal episode. Talking about metal. You can check us out on uh, Instagram at Let's Instapod, Twitter at, oh, Twitter. Twitter. The tweeters. Uh, you can check, check us out on Twitter at Let's Tweet a Pod. Facebook, of course, is Let's Do a Podcast. You can also check out some of our videos on the YouTubes at Let's Instapod 22. Email Let's Instapod 22 at Gmail. Uh, Untapped is Let's Do a Podcast. Let's Do a Podcast, all one word. And if you guys have recommendations for any movies, any beer, uh, any kind of feedback, if you just want to shoot us an email and say the most random shit, or tweet at us, or comment, whatever you want to do, do it. Also, wherever you're listening to this, please leave us a rating, a review. That really helps us out. Um... I have some fun plans for the future of trying to get people to leave comments. Uh, we might start doing... I, I've been debating this for a while, but I'll cut this out probably. I'll just kind of say it. I know some people do a... Uh, for each comment left, we'll donate to some sort of organization for that month. So that might be something we might start. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to get water. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, as usual, thank you. Uh, ooh, my mind just went blank. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a great week. Yes. We will see you again uh, very soon. That's right. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and end the pod. All right. Peace. I don't know how to stop it. It won't stop. <laughs>